Hello, my beautiful besties, and welcome back to Live Better with your host, me, Olivia Madeira. If you are new here, welcome, welcome. At Live Better, we chat about all things lifestyle, motivation, mental health, girl talk, and everything in between. If you've been here before, welcome back, and thank you for returning to the pod. Now, before we get into it, let's chat about what's making me live better this week. First up, we've got Galentine's Day. Now, by the time this episode comes out, it will have passed already, but it's still important to talk about, okay? I threw a little Galentine's Day soiree this past weekend with a few of my gal pals and was super excited to just eat some yummy treats, sip some wine, wear some pretty pink outfits, and just have some quality girl time. I love Galentine's Day because it really is just an excuse to celebrate female friendships. I value the woman in my life so incredibly much, and if I have an excuse to tell them that, I am going to take it. So I went to Trader Joe's the other day, picked up a lot of heart-shaped treats, some fruit, some wine, and baked a heart-shaped cake. I posted some pictures and videos of my tablescape and the whole evening, so if you want to see how everything turned out, please go check out my Instagram at Olivia underscore Madeira. I also filmed a whole YouTube video about prepping for Galentine's Day. So even though it's already passed, it can be prepping for any excuse to get together with the girls or, you know, just start prepping for the next Galentine's Day. To go along with this, the other thing that's making me live better this week is the trend of putting bows on everything. I put some red ribbon on some coupe glasses and they immediately looked a million times cuter. Like putting bows in my hair, adorable. Adding a ribbon to your bag, so cute. I am here for the girlies reverting back to their younger selves and embracing the bows. Also, the (laughs) memes that have come out of this trend iconic the this is me if you even care with like a french fry wearing a bow incredible the memes of the tiny mouse wearing bows and looking sad me that's me um (laughs) that trend will probably last like or that meme will probably last like you know another week so who knows if you're listening to this in the future if you'll even know what i'm talking about but If you know, you know, and if you don't, I'm so sorry. Now that we've chatted through all the important girly things, let's move on to today's topic. I'm gonna be giving you some quick tips for planning out your month, so break out your notebook and a pen and get ready to get your life together. With the new month comes new dates, appointments, meeting, goals, and things to do. Planning out your month might seem like a really simple task to some people, but I feel like even hearing things I already know about planning or keeping myself organized motivates me to actually do these things, so I hope that you'll feel the same listening to this episode. I personally am a pen and paper girl when it comes to planning. I live and die by my physical planner and have been using one for as long as I can remember. My current planner is broken down into a few different sections, so I have my top three to-dos for the day, a general to-do list, and an hourly breakdown for the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. The hourly breakdown is something I only typically use when I have a really busy work day with a lot of meetings and need to keep a close eye on the time. Otherwise, I usually have a mental idea of what the day will look like and is a little bit more flexible so I don't need an hourly play-by-play but if that's something that you like to see written out more power to you sis do what works for you before I even write in my daily planner I like to start off with a brain dump this is done on a separate piece of paper where I can rattle off anything and everything that comes to mind that I want to accomplish during the week or the month 
It's anything that's taking up space in my brain so I can get it down on paper and help to get it out of my head. Once everything is written down on a big list, it's time to organize our thoughts and tasks. There's a couple of ways I like to break down this list. The first way is by urgency. So typically, what needs to get done, ASAP, what things need to get done in a particular week, things I want to get done in the month overall, and things that I would like to accomplish at some point in my existence. Yes, even those things go on the list. Sometimes it's not even about actually getting it done in that moment because obviously it's something that just needs to get done at some point in the future. It's just about like getting it out of my head and onto the paper so I don't have to focus on it as much because I'm like, I don't know if it's I'm worried about not remembering that I'll have to do it at some point or what, but just the simple task of writing it down on a list or putting it in my notes app just helps take a little bit of that stress away. Anything that is in the ASAP column is, you guessed it, very urgent. So this is anything that has a due date coming up in the next day or next couple of days, whether that be work-related projects, emails, social media brand posts, meetings, etc. The next column is for things that need to be done within that week. So maybe it's an appointment or a bigger project that you're working on throughout the week. I've been trying to get myself on a more regular posting schedule for my YouTube channel so I know that each Thursday I have to have a video edited and a thumbnail made so I'm ready to post. So maybe throughout the week I have on my list that I need to shoot the video, edit the content, make the thumbnail, come up with the description and the title of the video and then get it all ready to upload onto YouTube. These are all different tasks that I like to break down because if I just say post a YouTube video, there's a million smaller tasks that go into it and I don't want to miss a step. So I'll break this down into multiple different steps over the course of the week leading up to Thursday. This is also something that I'm trying and currently failing to do for the podcast, but this is still very new for me. So you know, we're a work in progress. Please, please don't come for me. Um, <laughs> we are working on it, I promise. Ideally, I would have an episode written out, recorded and edited and ready to post on Thursday so I can have that planned in both my weekly plan and my monthly look ahead. So going back to YouTube, for example, for my monthly look ahead, each Thursday I have written out the topic of the video I am going to be making and posting. For example, maybe the first week I'm doing a closet clean out, the next week I'm doing a week in my life, etc. So the whole month of content is listed out so I know exactly what I need to be making. Once again, this is something that I would love to do for my podcast too as I get deeper into it it will become a habit and a more scheduled thing, I promise. Anything that I want to get done in the long term does not even need to be on the same piece of paper. Once I've brain dumped that whole list, we're moving them into different sections. So these are the things that I wanted to get on paper so I don't forget, but also don't need to be staring at when I'm trying to focus on what actually needs to get done in the day or week. I'll keep these either written out in my notes app or on a separate piece of paper where I can remember the tasks without having to look at it and stress every single day 
until I get it done. This could be something like having to buy an outfit for your friend's wedding that you have coming up or wanting to organize everything on your laptop into folders. Tasks that definitely need to be done at some point, but do not necessarily need to be done that day, that week, or even that month. I get really stressed when the list gets too incredibly long. So moving these into a separate category and a separate piece of paper or list really helps give myself that peace of mind. The other way I break down my list is into categories. This typically includes work, appointments, social media, friends and life, and admin tasks. These are categories that fit for me in my life, but obviously you can add or take away anything that's not suited for you. Like if you aren't into social media, there's no need to add that category but maybe you have kids and need to add their schedules and to-dos. Or maybe you have a side hustle or personal business that requires its own category. Whatever works for you, it's important to break down your brain dump so you don't have an overwhelmingly long list of things to look at. As someone who loves organization and stationery, the next step is using highlighters or different colored pens for all your different categories. For example, you might use pink for work, blue for appointments, yellow for life admin, and green as an umbrella for any miscellaneous tasks. Not only does this make this easy for you to see which items belong in which category, but you know, it provides that serotonin boost for getting to use highlighters and having a prettily planned schedule and <laughs> to-do list. And I get it, if we're feeling a little bit more practical and less obsessed with the aesthetics of our list, this can also lead to breaking down your weeks by daily categories. So maybe on Sunday, you focus on life admin work, things like cleaning your apartment, meal planning, and getting your groceries for the week. Then on Monday, maybe you are super heads down and in deep work for your work day. On Tuesdays, you film content, Wednesdays, you edit, and so on. If you're working a typical nine to five, obviously you can't dedicate an entire work day to shooting content, but maybe you get up an hour earlier so you can shoot, or you take some outfit pics once you leave the office. This is just an option for structuring your weeks so you know what day you'll be completing what group of tasks. I know this can help some people so they're not bouncing around a ton. I sometimes do this and honestly, sometimes I don't. Sometimes, you know, I'm editing for a bit and then I'm shooting content or I'm cleaning my apartment because I'm having a friend over. It's not always going to be so cut and dry for this day is for this task but i do find that it often can help just to have a solid outline for what a typical day or week may look like okay i know i'm in the middle of an episode but we are going to do a quick pause because my doordash just arrived and i need to go down to the lobby and grab it so hold the phone wait one sec and i will be right back just got my Postmates. I'm gonna do a little salad shake for everyone. Please enjoy that ASMR. I'm actually going to inhale this because I need to leave soon to go babysit this evening. So I'll either finish this podcast after I eat or I will return tomorrow. We'll see. Welcoming myself back because I ended up eating my salad, running to go babysit, and then not returning to this for a day. So welcome back to the middle of this podcast episode. 
if you prefer digital planning, Google Calendar is the best and most obvious choice. I do use Google Calendar for meetings and important dates, but unfortunately, I am not one of those girlies who has a whole color-coded online calendar that breaks down every hour of their day. Or I guess I am that girl, but just using a physical planner instead of an online one. Maybe one day I'll transition, but for now, I'll just stick to Google Cal for the basics. I make note of any meetings, appointments, or due dates to ensure that I don't miss a thing. What I like about GCal is the outline of the entire week or month, so I can look ahead and plan my time accordingly, rather than my daily to-do list, which doesn't give me much of a sense of what the rest of my week or month will look like. Having both allows you to be able to really focus on a particular day or zoom out and see the bigger picture of what your schedule will look like. I talked about this in a recent episode, but if someone could please explain how to use Notion to me, that would be so helpful. It is incredibly aesthetically pleasing, and I think that it would really be beneficial for keeping my life organized, but I just don't really understand how to set it up in a way that's easy for me to use. So if you have any good templates or tips and tricks, please let me in on your secret because I feel like I am a girl who could use Notion. I open it, but then I get overwhelmed, close it out, and then forget about it for the next month, and then the whole cycle starts over again. But being an organized girl, I just feel like Notion could take me to that next level. It seems really useful for planning out your week, keeping track of your goals, and just you know, planning life overall. So if you know what you're doing in Notion, I recommend using it and then teaching me how to use it as well. I've also briefly talked about this before, but Asana is amazing for keeping track of tasks and due dates. I use this for work, so I'm not sure if it's like subscription-based or not, but you can assign tasks to yourself, to teammates, provide due dates, upload content, and it just allows you to keep everything in one place. Not to mention the best part, when you complete tasks, there's like a unicorn or a rainbow or some graphic, that flies across the page to keep you motivated. And if that isn't enough validation to keep you going, I don't know what is. When my lists get too crazy and long, my task paralysis kicks in and I don't even know where to start. So I freeze up and then do absolutely nothing. This unfortunately happens more than I would like to admit. So we're trying to change that. We're also trying to change the fact that if I don't do that, I might start a bunch of different tasks and then keep switching halfway through rather than accomplishing one thing at a time because my brain is just so scattered and overwhelmed by the list looming over me. This is so inefficient and way more stressful because you don't feel like you're actually accomplishing anything and your brain isn't allowed the space to focus on the task at hand. Creating these systems for yourself will hopefully keep that stress level to a minimum or at the very least allow you to focus on the most important or urgent tasks rather than jumping all over the place. I know for me, having those like top three to-dos for the day is really helpful to make sure that those are the things I focus on and not something that's not a top priority, but I just like feel like doing. You know, sometimes that's okay and can make you feel productive, but a lot of times that's like me being avoidant. Like I will clean my apartment instead of writing those emails I need to write. I I've always been this way. Like my mom knew that when I was cleaning my room excessively that I had like a big research paper due the next day. And now that I live with Matt, my partner, it's the same thing. He called me out recently and was just like, hi, what are you supposed to be doing that you are avoiding? Because cleaning is my avoidance. So if you have something like that and maybe cleaning is on your to-do list but doesn't need to be done at that exact moment in time, focus on your top three to-dos and then you can <laughs> you can move on 
to cleaning and the things that you'd rather be doing. Something I've been trying to do lately is include things to look forward to throughout the month. Even if it's something small like going to try a new coffee shop, hanging out with a friend, or cooking your favorite dinner, it gives you something to look forward to. I don't always have a big trip or event coming up, so having smaller weekly or monthly activities is a great way to throw in something fun during a week or routine that feels like it's becoming too repetitive or monotonous. I personally love getting together with friends on the weekends to go on hikes and try out cute coffee shops on my bucket list. Now I'll have something to look forward to at the end of the week, get to foster my friendships, and usually we'll create some content documenting the coffee shops along the way. I also want to make sure that we aren't all just living for the weekend, so coming up with things for you to do during the week to break up your schedule is so important. Maybe you go to happy hour after work with a friend, try out a new recipe, or have an at-home date night with your partner. Life doesn't only have to be about that 9 to 5 grind and waiting until Saturday to do anything fun. Go get a scoop of ice cream on a Monday. See a movie on a Wednesday night. It's all about breaking out of your typical schedule and adding a little spice to your week. For me, this is especially important during the winter months because I become an absolute hermit. When the sun is setting at 5 p.m., it takes everything I have in me not to already be in sweatpants and getting ready for bed. Forcing myself to leave my depression cave and do something I enjoy always makes me feel better even if I claim that I really don't want to do it beforehand. It's especially easy for this to happen if you're working a 9 to 5 and the sun is setting by the time you get out of work. As someone who works from home, I can honestly say I'm in sweatpants or comfy clothes 90% of my week. So by the time the workday is ending, I'm already cozied up in my apartment and I want to stay that way. And some days, yes, I actually do and that's okay. But other days, it's important to get out of the house and do something. I never regret showing up for plans with my friends, even if I initially find it hard to leave my creature comforts at home. Okay, so to recap, we are first going to brain dump everything we have on our minds that needs to get done at some point in our lives. Then we are going to look at a full calendar month and mark off any dates that you have something scheduled. This could be a doctor's appointment, getting your hair done, or meeting up for a friend's birthday. Also going to add in any meetings or deadlines for work or your side hustle. After that, we are breaking down our chaotic brain dump into more manageable, categorized to-do lists. This can be done in a planner, notebook, in your notes app, Google Calendar, Notion, whatever works best for you. Now we're going to add in the fun stuff. Each week, whether big or small, you are going to do at least one fun thing for yourself to break up your typical schedule. Maybe you're trying a new workout class after work one day, getting ingredients for a new recipe, working from a coffee shop, or honestly sitting at home and watching your favorite comfort movie. It's all about what's going to make your days a little brighter throughout each week. I would love to know your tips and tricks for planning out your month as well. Like I said, if you're a Notion girly, teach me your ways. If you have a different way that you like to plan out your month, please let me know. I love to see how different people break down their weeks and their months. That's something that I gravitate towards listening to on podcasts and seeing on YouTube. So if you want to see like a visual version of this, please let me know and I'll post it on my YouTube channel. And if not, I hope at the very least that you enjoyed listening to this podcast. I hope that this episode gave you some helpful tips for planning out your month. And like I said at the top of the episode, I know this can all seem like pretty obvious steps to take, but I hope it acted as a refresher and motivator for you all as we approach a new month. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at livebetterpod. 
share this episode with a friend, and please rate it five stars. I would really appreciate it, and it helps the pod reach more of the growing community. I love you so much, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye!